It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. It is a smooth soul Monday right here on Ball Don't Lie. He's getting ready to talk some Cowboys. Cowboys showed no love at all to the Indianapolis Colts um, and put a butt whipping on them. We'll get into that, breaking that down. Also, Texans lose to the Browns. We'll talk about how the Texans really can't lose. Even when they lose, they can't lose. We'll talk about that coming up. And also, we got Harsh Knock Life coming up at 4.30. And I'm actually excited about this. Actually, I'm not excited about it. I want to hear the great content. Content Harge is going to present, but he's going to talk about something that is a little heartbreaking to Astros fans. Ghost Rolls. Yeah, it's a little bit different now. We got mm-hmm. some things that are pumping off, and yeah, baseball season started their winter meeting, so I'm going to get the latest on the ongoings that are happening during the baseball. This is baseball season now where everybody starts to uh, make their move. Yeah, oh yeah, some moves being made. Ma- major moves. Uh, and that may not necessarily be beneficial <laughs> to my strolls. True. So we'll talk about that coming up. Harsh Knock Life got some baseball discussion uh, to catch up with. We'll do that off the record coming up. Um, apparently, Xavier Worthy is, hey, he's not only happy, he's iced out, baby. <laughs> yeah. So somebody got paid. Somebody, somebody got, got paid. Something. Somebody got a raise or something. something. Uh, we'll get into that coming up a little bit later on and off the record. Talk some Texas football. Uh, we'll get back to Texas football discussion. Also, college football playoff discussion. Top of the 5 o'clock. All right. Let's talk about the Cowboys. because Hard, your Cowboys, I mean, they start to look more and more impressive uh, each week. And, and I know they. this was a close game for yep. the first three quarters. Mm-hmm. And the Cowboys... In that third quarter, this is how, I'm sorry, the fourth quarter. This fourth. is how crazy that fourth quarter was for the Cowboys. First of all, they're the first team in the NFL this season to hit 50. First team to get a 50-burger. Nice. Nobody's had a 50-burger yet. They're the first team to do it. Um, they're, they're now averaging 37 points per game since Dak came back. Overall, as a team, they're third in scoring offense in the NFL. But what I liked about this win and I think it shows really how much depth this Cowboys team has to it. They played average to slightly above average football for three quarters. For sure. And That's then very, very fair. essentially played an excellent fourth quarter and blew the doors off of the, the Colts and, and beat them 54-19. to 19. And the other part of it is it's not really on the offensive side of the ball. It was more of what the defense – was able to accomplish it was complimentary that, football. that really put it in a different type of, of realm. Because when you look at the fact that Malik Hooker, who, by the way, former Indianapolis Colt, was it's drafted by them, true that. had probably his career game against the, their his former team. Mm-hmm. He was drafted 15th overall by the Colts in 2015, but didn't get a second contract because he was injured. Yep. So he had to make some adjustments, sign with the Cowboys, and now all of a sudden, boom, he goes out there, has an interception, fumble recovery for a touchdown, 
and was making play after play after play. So to me, that was the story. I mean, that's what got everything going in that fourth quarter because they were getting offense. I mean, defensive plays to make the offense look that much better. Easy field position. Yep. I, I've been saying it for the entire year. I think the Cowboys may have the best safety behind the Buffalo Bills probably. Mm-hmm. They may have the best group of safeties in the NFL. Like It's, yep. it's definitely top three in that conversation. Are you talking about Hooker? Are you talking about Donovan Wilson? Are you talking about J-Run Kirst? Yep. And they are deep at the safety position, and, and all those guys are really, really productive. But how about this? Okay, so – this game was a – and this is crazy. So you're talking about in the third quarter, the Colts put together a 15-play 90-yard drive mm-hmm. to cut the lead for the Cowboys to 21-19. They failed the two-point conversion, which could have ended up tying the game. And then from that point on, the Colts allowed 33 unanswered points. They turned the ball over four times from that point on mm-hmm. and allowed five touchdowns in their 54-19 loss. The Colts actually being outscored by 33 points in the fourth quarter – is an NFL record. Yeah. Um, the first time that a team has outscored another team in the fourth quarter uh, by that much, that lopsided of an, uh, an amount, since 1925 when the Chicago Cardinals beat the Milwaukee Badgers and outscored them 33 uh, in the fourth, 33 to nothing in the fourth quarter in a 59 0 win. Yeah. That's impressive. But you know Whoa. what else is impressive? This game was actually a scoregami. This was the first time that the NFL game has ever in- ended with the score 54 to 19. It's the uh, 1,074th unique final score in NFL history. Yeah. 54 to 19 has never happened in an NFL game. Well, because a lot of NFL games don't happen like this. And this exactly. game is sad about you don't, oh, you don't outscore a team by. 33 points in, in the fourth one quarter. quarter. That hadn't happened since 1925, so it gets into your kind of unprecedented territory. Yeah. Uh, and now the Cowboys are leading the NFL in point differential. They're at plus 127. Oh, yeah, they're getting after. The Bills are at plus 124 a second. The Eagles, best record in the league, at plus 112. Man, and can they stop And the scoring? 49ers, who we'll talk about, a good team, plus 92. Yeah. Cowboys are. That defense, man. And, 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 of course, we talked about it the other day about when Dak came back, how their scoring started to go back up, their efficiency in the red zone mm-hmm. went up, the way that he's – and I'm about to – hey, Kerry, I'm not going to do it yet, man. I got to give it one more week. When they, when they get ready to play let Philly, him on, let, let him do it on his time. <laughs> let him do it on his time, Kerry. It's, it's fine. He'll take his time with it. It's, it's, I, I was, I was thinking bring about that last night. I was thinking time, about man? that entire game. At, I was one time, like, at one point, you to, you're going to lose credibility <laughs> at one point unless you give Kelly more surprise. Just waiting on you. Just by the day, losing more say? and more credibility. Go, go, on your, go on your own time. Go, go on yeah. your, <laughs> whenever you're ready. Well, us, us Kellen Moore fans will be waiting for you whenever you're ready. Are y'all to, ready to do an intervention? You, y'all whenever, ready to do no, an intervention? No, 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 no. No. Because right now, I mean, we're all, we're all fine. We've all seen yeah, it. We're yeah, we're all, all fine. We it. know Kellen Moore is, is balling and, and killing it as the OC, doing a great job. One of the best offensive play calls in the NFL. You are the only one refusing to acknowledge it. Like everybody else. Like, let's, let's pump the brakes on one of the best. I will give him. He's doing very well right now. I'm not going to give him one of the best you, yet. You realize the Cowboys, since he started Calling the plays has the number one offense in 2019. Dak got hurt in 2020. Number one offense in 2021, and they have the number one offense in the NFL since Dak came back in 2022. 
So you, I can't even give him one of the best. I'm not gonna give him one of the best. Wow, you got but both of y'all. So both of y'all, are like, okay, go ahead. I'm just like, both of y'all can be like, but I'm giving you the stats, and the stats say he's one of the best since 2019. It's all because of that. You no, know, no, since 2019. When it, I was ready. I was ready for this debate. By the way, Kisha, I know. You know I can tell. Kisha, I had the stats ready to go. I was waiting on for you, Kellen Moore haters. I was waiting on you since 2019 when the Cowboys went to Kellen Moore to call the plays. Dallas leads the NFL in 40 point games. They got more than Kansas City. I'll wait when you guys are. <laughs> come on, come on! I got now. I'm saving y'all seats on this Kelly Moore bandwagon. Oh. So I got really comfortable seats. Jerry Jones hooked it up. He it did. Plush. Oh, oh you they know nice. They some real They're nice really ones. nice. Yeah, yeah. lots of leg room. <laughs> yeah, man, we were good. I got, if, I'm about the exit row. Seven foot travel. I'm, I'm about the exit row. So I got y'all seats by the exit row. Y'all were good. Come, uh, whenever y'all ready. Whenever y'all ready. We're still waiting. Okay, we're still yeah, waiting. I'm just throwing out there, y'all. Yeah, yeah, throwing out there. Trust me, man. The but, whole time I was watching that game last night, I was like. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Yeah, and they kept showing him too. Yeah, they keep exactly. showing. Oh yeah, they, they doing it for you. They doing it for you, you, you and Patrick. They're like, we'll keep showing. Let's, until y'all give this fans a prize. Now, I, to, to your point, I will say this though, and uh, to Patrick's point too, the defense has been scoring a lot of points lot the last of couple points. of years. Well, right. and a lot another, of points. Kellen Moore historically has always done really well against terrible teams. So his numbers do get skewed a little bit. They are really good numbers, but they get skewed a little bit because he puts up forty. On a trash team, I agree with that. and then he puts up 15 on a really good team, and you're like, "Well, that average is out to 30 points a game. That's a good <laughs> offense." Like, yeah, but he lost the one we need to win. Nah, that's yeah. a good point. I don't disagree well, with that. Well, they put that why. on Dak, though. They always, everybody puts yeah. that on hey. Dak for not winning that big game, and everybody keeps talking about it. And I'm, I'm, I'm starting to say, mm. let's just wait until we go up against a team like the Eagles. Uh, the yeah, you Eagles. got the Eagles coming up in a couple weeks, and I'll give, okay. and I'll give, and I'll do the Titans so, as well. Okay, I'll so do the Titans as well. How many points does Kelly Moore have to coordinate? All right, for 30, the Cowboys. At least 30. But you're like giving you prize versus the Eagles. And like what you said, you know, the, thir- the 30 points. I need 30. You want 30 from the offense I versus the th- Eagles? Yeah, from the offense. That's a lot for a good defense in the NFL with scoring this down. Patrick, where are you? How many <laughs> points does he have to coordinate versus the Eagles for you to go? I'll give you 24. Yeah, I'm going to go. That's I was going to go 24. 24. I'm going to okay, go 24. I'll give you 24. 24. I'm, like 30. I'm like 30. Yeah. yeah. Give a good defense. The defense can get seven. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, though. I, was thinking, yeah. I understand what you guys said because the Cowboys defense is very opportunistic. It scores points. A lot. And then last year, they were the highest scoring defense in the NFL. Yeah. Um, and this, by the way, they're second in takeaways now. Again, they're coming, and you know, and they're they're not even they're at 21. the level of where they were at this time last year. But you know year. what? I'll take this is why I'll take this defense over last year's defense. I will, and this is why because Trevon Diggs has he's he has more coverage integrity. Mm-hmm. He's not getting as many interceptions. But he's not getting beat over the top as much. He gets beat. Of yeah. course he gets beat. Like last night, he tried to jump that route. He tried to jump it. I thought, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. here we go. Exactly. But, he, go. but that's that. only one. But exactly. But one. You had yeah. like three of those, you know, particularly that game exactly. last year. He was just, exactly. But he'd, give a, he'd get a pick out of one of those, by I the agree. way. So I think you got more coverage integrity from him, which I like. And, man, the Cowboys are just so deep on the D-line. They are. They're just deep. They're man. cutting people. They're so deep. They're so deep. They're yeah. cutting guys who cutting are, you guys. can get quality reps for other yeah. teams. They just got picked up by the Titans. Exactly. Oh, they, gave, they gave you quality reps last year. Exactly. They don't need them. Yep. So I, I think I'll take this deep. And they're, they're, they're leading the NFL in sacks, 48. So still, mm-hmm. They had a 30% pressure rate, guys, in that game um, versus the Yeah, I saw that number, Colts. too. 30, I was like, man. 30% of the time they're putting pressure on Matt Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. And it did finally the dam just collapsed and broke in the fourth quarter. Matt Ryan looked like the twenty twenty two Matt Ryan. Well, what everybody was off. talking about last week, they were like, he's got wooden legs, he's not gonna be able to move. And he, and he could not because the pressure <laughs> was right. just too much. Yeah. I kept saying, throw in the towel, throw it in. 
Put in sand. Put in the damn Do it the damn town. And if the Browns showed you anything this week, next week. This defense oh. could put up 40 themselves. Exactly. Oh, I'm so sad about this. I yeah. don't want to watch this game next week. It's noon. Between the Cowboys and the Texans because we'll talk about the Texans here because I got a stat about the Texans. It's a sad stat, but it is, it's mind-blowing. Yep. It's sad but mind-blowing. Uh, okay, finish up our conversation about the Cowboys real quick. How about this, guys? I love this little factoid. All four NFC East teams played on Sunday and nobody lost. I know. Because of, of the tie. Because of, of the tie. Nobody lost. So we're looking for some separation because, you know, you pointed out, Hards, a couple weeks ago, all the teams right now in the NFCs, or at least all of them at that time, they were in the in the playoffs. Like, they were mathematically in the playoffs at that time if the right. playoffs had started that day. Right. I think now the Giants, who are last in the NFC East, are a half game out of the seventh playoff spot. Right. So they're still in the hunt, potentially. But because the Eagles... Put a, a butt whipping. Uh, oh, and I got to tell you, we thought that would be a game on the Titans. It was not. It was not even close. I told y'all, we man. Were sitting the there, Eagles, I was like, man, the, this would be the biggest test for me to see exactly where mm-hmm. the Eagles are. Because we talked about Vrabel and how good I of a coach him. he is. Yes. They, you know what, we, what really made me nervous was when I saw that Derrick Henry could not run the football against y'all. them. And it was like – and Jordan Davis came back. He's but they got, back this now week they got now, Sue, too. But they got Sue, yes. Linville Joseph, and Jordan Davis. I told you, yeah. when they get all three of those guys back, yes. guys, run, run problem solved. Yes. Rush defense solved. Remedy, yep. done. Quickly. Matter of fact, now you could argue that rusty defense is a strength. Yes. Yeah, three big, you know, humongous bodies, rocks of Gibraltar there in the middle. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, that, they're going to be a problem for the Cowboys, no question. But, hey, we'll worry about that when it's time. I do want to talk about the fact of they were attacking Anthony Brown again on the corner, but now he's out yeah, for the season. You ain't got to worry about that, no? He's torn Achilles. And every time I, I was watching him, I'm like, listen, I understand. And you you talked about this, Rod. You knew that teams were going to try to come at you because you had Quentin Jammer on the other mm-hmm. side. So you were like, okay, I know that they're going to try to make plays at me. What is the deal with Anthony Brown? Have you seen anything in his technique or what – it was because it was to the point where it was like every pass was going after him. Yeah, I mean, he's and just, then they put in Joseph, and he boss man Fats was getting toasted out there too. I just think Cowboys fans are spoiled, and they think that uh, their other corner is supposed to play at the level of Trevon Diggs, who's an All Pro, and he just doesn't. That's just a a precipitous drop off yeah. uh, in the caliber of corner there. And I, you know, I, I still think uh, Anthony Brown is a decent corner, but if you don't think you can get, you know, he can be exploited, then you're crazy. I mean, right. he, he, he can no, be exploited. No, I know, but I mean, yeah. it was and like, tra- come on. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, he's a, you can argue he's a liability at this point. But now that entire cornerback position opposite Trevon Diggs is a liability. Right. That's the problem. That is. Now big the, time now. And now you got a hole in your defense. And here's the other thing. We're talking so much about Odell Beckham Jr. and trying to go get another wide receiver. We need to try to figure out a way to get another corner. That's the biggest thing for me because even Bossman has been getting toasted every single week. Anytime he, oh, he gets, yeah. yeah, it's like. Yeah, God, Bossman's technique is just, he's really bad. raw. Yeah, it's yeah. really raw. Um, Texture says either Dak Prescott is elite or Kellen Moore is elite. Which is it? Looking at the 4 and 1 record while Dak was hurt. It's a good point. Uh, I think the de- most people but say the, the defense, defense has played at, a, at, a, at an elite level themselves. Yeah, but you do have to give him uh, credit for adapting. 
I you agree. Have to be I did say that. I said I'm glad to see that he's running. Be, I said running the football. You begrudgingly gave him. I, I don't, I don't know it was credit. Be, it was begrudgingly. I don't know if you even gave him credit. I saw, but you didn't. You didn't say anything bad or distasteful about. Let's him. put it like this. I appreciate the fact that he realized that we don't have the Cowboys don't have to throw the ball 45 times a game for them to have success. I will give him that for adapting and realizing. Tony Pollard, by the way, everybody should be happy. Tony Pollard got the start yesterday. Woo. Yeah, it was because Zeke had disciplinary yeah, issues. Exactly. Though, something, but he right? did get the start, he and everybody start. was happy. Yeah. So it was like, there's your moment. But I still believe, too, that you need both Zeke and Tony Pollard to be successful, and you're being more effective with the run game that will help. And I said this earlier in the year. The numbers, and I'll, I'll have to pull them back up, but the numbers with Dak on play action mm-hmm. are way better than what it was when you just had him chunking it every single time. Even last night, he threw the ball 30 times, and that's the number that I said, 24 to 30, stay in that range. But he only threw 470, what, yards? yards 177 Three yards. touchdowns. But right. he had 100 pass already. Yeah. Had went that one pick, but... Being effective, man. Sixty-seven percent completion yep. percentage. No, I'm with you. I, I I like your formula. I think your formula works. Um, and to your point about Tony Pollard and Zeke, they combined for thirty-four touches, hundred ninety-seven total yards, and yep. three touchdowns. So it's that running game, man. Yeah. I just love the fact that they're able to move the ball on the ground, and then you can also even uh, Malik Davis. He had a big pop he at did. the end of the game he had a touchdown too. Touchdown too, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a good point. I, I like I like the formula the Cowboys are working with. They got the Odell Beckham Jr. visit this week. Yep. Do we think they? I st- think he's taking them to. I think they said that they're taking them. I think the Mavs are at home this weekend or tonight. So I think he's going to hang out and go to the Mavs game with a couple of the players. And I heard that Dak is supposed to be meeting with him, and a lot of the leadership group for the Dallas Cowboys okay. are meeting with Odell as well. Uh, all right, to the text. How do you feel about it? Uh, do you well, think no, I, he signs? I, I think I think he signs because Jerry wants him really badly. I I think the what's holding everything up is he wants a longer term commitment, mm-hmm. two to three years, and the Cowboys probably just want a mercenary deal. Like, man, we we want one year. Yeah, we, you know, and he, Michael Gallup's starting to play well too. He's starting to play well. Yeah. I still think you're going to need another receiving threat in the playoffs when you start playing yeah, or closer no to the playoff uh, when you start playing good teams like the Eagles, San Fran, trying to make that push. Yeah. I think you'll need another threat because San Fran's defense is, man, look yeah, at what they problem, did to Miami. Yeah. Uh, man, I didn't think they'd do that. I, I picked them, <clears throat> the 49ers to win that game, but I didn't think with a third-string quarterback they'd be able to go out there and beat the Miami Dolphins. Mm. Uh, but that's a problem. We'll get we'll talk about that when we get into our NFL News Notes and Nuggets. Real quick about the, the, the Texans. So they lost to Cleveland. 27-14. And, guys, Deshaun Watson's coming out party, his debut, was terrible. <laughs> terrible. As he looks like he ain't played football in two years. That's exactly what it looks like. Yeah. A Longhorn yeah. fans, I mean, they, you probably know that. Quinn Ewers looks a little rusty, and that's what happens when you don't play football for mm-hmm. a long time. He was 12-22, 131 yards, one pick, uh, and two sacks. But here's this troubling stat about the Texans. So, this is crazy. They Cleveland became the seventh team in NFL history to return an interception for a touchdown, mm-hmm. a fumble return for a touchdown, and a punt return for a touchdown in the same game. Yeah. Talk about defense winning the ball game for you. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. That's crazy. Because yeah. that's why he could be terrible. That, for, because their defense showed up for them and their special, special teams. Special teams yeah. showed up yeah. for them too. Yep. Yeah, the offense scored six points. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> 
And they got a safety, so they technically were yeah. a net uh, four points is what this <laughs> offense got. That is crazy. Yeah. Now, but they had 27 points that they scored were the fourth most by a team without an offensive touchdown in the Super Bowl era. Yeah. That's fourth most ever by a team who didn't score a touchdown in the Super Bowl era. So that I don't know, the Texans, you had that is to to lose in that manner just shows <laughs> an ineptitude mm-hmm. and a dysfunction that is just out of this world. You're talking about next level dysfunction yeah. and ineptitude as a team. So the, what's happening to the Texans right now? You thought they'd be building a positive culture while the front office is, you know, they're tanking, but you're building a positive culture. They they compete, but man, they're getting worse. Yeah. They compete. They're competitive, but they're getting worse overall as a three-phase, four-quarter football team. They're getting worse. Yeah, it's not a – It's bad. It's definitely not that team that you think would be trending in a different direction as far as the running game. Yeah, Pierce, he still hadn't had a chance to really get loose again. He had 18 for 73 yesterday, but his long was 11 yards, and we kept thinking he was trending in the right direction. Uh, Kyle Allen – Threw 39 passes yesterday, completed 20 of them, and threw two picks. Fumbled on a quarterback sneak near the goal line where he was trying to get some breathing room. Crazy. But you you start to look at that team, and the one thing that I thought this team was going to be able to do better was going to be the defensive side of the ball. Jalen Petrie got an interception. He's playing some really good football. Yeah, he's, he's playing good for a rookie. But you still need more, right? You're yeah. still needing more. And I understand tanking for the number one overall pick, but when you're tanking for the number one overall pick, is he going to be able, whoever that person is, is he going to be transcendent in the first year? Probably not. You're still going, But you still get other draft picks as well, mm-hmm. so you're going to try to build quickly. But is this a team that you could see from the pieces that you've seen on the field how many more pieces do they need? Are they going to oh, have a big yeah. offseason? No, they're like three drafts away. <clears throat> yeah. 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 I mean, not three drafts away from, you know, competing, but they're three drafts away from being a championship level team if they make the right picks. No, and yeah. I'm disappointed that I thought Pep Hamilton, this was going to be a big shot for him. For sure. I was hoping that he was going to be able to show us some stuff, but not the regression of this offense, mm. that Davis Mills has gone to look to a now not even a serviceable quarterback. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, they're just him out there, and then Kyle Allen comes in, and then he's mediocre at best. And it's it, – it, Yeah, it's bad. It's, there's just things – and David Pierce is okay, <sighs> and you just wonder, it's like, man, do you are you already checked out on this year? I, I think you could be dealing with some of that. Yeah. That just, that, and, well, the that, coaching staff I think is checked out. Yeah. I think the coaching staff is like, well, wait till I get my players. Like, you ain't going to get those players. Right. Because yeah. yeah. you are going to be gone. Yeah. You can tell they were playing a more competitive brand of football, and it was a more focused brand of football because they were they were paying attention more to the details. Yeah. Now the details have gone completely out the out the window, and none of these guys are playing focused football. They're still competing. They're playing hard. Yeah. But it's they're not playing efficient or effective football. They're just playing hard. Yeah. So, yeah. so they're making a lot of stupid uh, plays and a lot of dumb penalties. Um, and as we just pointed out, I mean, they they can't take care of the football. How about this last stat, and we'll go to Harsh, the Harsh Knock Life. Texans last three games. Um, thirty. They've they've scored thirty nine points and allowed thirty five points off of interception return for a touchdowns, fumble returns for a touchdown, and kick returns for touchdowns. Right. Three defensive touchdowns allowed by their opponents in each of the last three games. <laughs> don't they, I don't, it's, terrible. I don't even know how to describe that. That's terrible. So it's a win win for the Texans. If they beat Cleveland, they'd have got a higher draft pick from one of the three picks uh, that Cleveland traded them for Deshaun Watson. But now if they lost, hey, they get a higher 
pick because they're tanking and trying to keep the number one overall pick. So yeah. Win-win. All right, what you got coming up in Hard Knock Live? We're going to talk a little bit of baseball. The winter meetings have started, and there's a lot of movement. I want to talk about some of these contracts and players moving around. All right, we'll get into that. Harsh Knock Live got some baseball discussion right here on Ball Don't Lie on 104 the Horn. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ladies and gentlemen, guys and dolls, the main event of the evening for your entertainment and pleasure. Mike, you have to be so combative. Now, I probably wouldn't say this in front of white folks. He has emotional anger issue problems. Hey, are you Dirty Mike and the boys? I'm Mike Lowry. Michael! Oh, that's funny. Michael! Welcome back to a Smooth Soul Monday edition of Ball Don't Lie. It's your boy Hardball Hard. You can follow me on Twitter at Hardball Hard. You can follow my man Rob Babers at Rob Babers. And you can follow the man behind the glass that's in charge of Smooth Soul Monday. And every day of the week with the music is our man Patrick Davis at It's Patrick Davis. And you can uh, we love it when you're a part of the show. Hit us up on the Specs text line, 512-337-3776. And I want to talk a little bit about baseball, but just a minute ago we were talking, uh, the opener was talking about Cover 3, and I want to give a special shout-out to Cover 3. This past weekend we had our company Christmas party for Robinson Creek. And they did an unbelievable job. They had all kinds of food, and uh, the service was outstanding. So if you got your party and you want to make a Christmas party plans, I would reach out to Cover 3. Go to events at Cover 3 or go to cover-3.com to find out more details. Um, I want to talk a little bit about baseball because, as I said before, this is the hot time in baseball. Mm -hmm. This is when the winter meetings are, are happening. There's a lot of people that are in front offices that are trying to move jobs. There's people that are trying to make deals. And, of course, the free agency is happening. And over the weekend, I know that everybody in in the Astros world were a little hurt. Truth. They were a little hurt when the news came out that uh, Justin oh. Verlander was mm. taking his talents to, um, to New York. He left. Everybody, I, I originally thought mm. he was going to go to L.A. because of his wife and what she was mm, doing. Mm, and mm, probably mm. she was on the uh, Giselle plan talking about, I need to get out there and start my career back up. Yep. I didn't gave you these babies and you didn't got <laughs> championships. Now mm. it's time for me to get back out there. But he flipped the script and didn't go to L.A. and he went to New York. Obviously, there's mm -hmm. a lot of modeling that can be going on in New York. We talked about the contract and what he thought uh, he was worth at that time. He wanted the, the Scherzer deal. And that's exactly what he got. He got the Scherzer deal where he's going to be making $43 million mm. per year. 43.333.333. He's going to be out there getting that money. $86 million for two-year deal. And he'll be 40. He will be 40 when the season starts in February. Man. So they have tried to make that move. And I'm, I'm happy for him because, don't forget, he, he just got the Cy Young Award. He had the Comeback Player of the Year award. He went 18-4 and four with a 1.75 ERA, and he had 185 strikeouts after the All-Star break. Mm -hmm. All-Star break. You know, but his struggles during the postseason was something that everybody was talking about. Now he finally got that win, and the things have all kind of changed for them. 
So the Mets decide, okay, we're going to go get Justin Verlander because during the weekend uh, the Rangers decided, you know what, let's start working on our pitching because that's the one part of the Rangers that they were lacking. Mm-hmm. They were lacking on the pitching. So what better way to start off your weekend if you're a uh, Rangers fan is getting Jacob DeGrom. Now, don't forget, last offseason they made a big splash by getting Marcus Simeon and Corey Seager to be up the middle. Yeah, the defensive side, and I told you as the season went on, they started getting better. I was I was really on those mm-hmm. dudes because there was so much that was expected of them. But they went out, and I said they have to get pitching. The only pitcher that they had was Martin Perez, <laughs> and they re-signed him, so he's mm-hmm. back into the mix. And now you go and get Degrom, and it is a big time signing because he is a two time Cy Young Cy Young Award winner. And I've talked about the pitching staff. Just mentioned Martin Perez. Don't forget they drafted uh, Jack Leiter. He's on the way. He's on the come up, coming through their uh, organization. Yeah. And don't forget they just drafted Kumar Rocker, two Vanderbilt pitchers mm-hmm. that are now going to have this uh, opportunity to make some moves. Uh, we talked about the Astros signing Jose Abreu the other day. He's 35-year-old first baseman. They signed him for a three-year deal, $58 million. But the Ooh. biggest news of the day, and I want to I don't I want to see what everybody thinks about this. Trey Turner is 29 years old. He went from the Dodgers. He's he's an elite player, by the way. He's got unbelievable speed. He's he's an all-star. He's got some big game play capabilities. But Trey Turner just signed an eleven year three hundred million dollar deal. Wow to go and play for the Philadelphia Phillies. It's crazy. Now, the Phillies, we know about their lineup. He, Bryce Harper, uh, Schwarber, they pitched well last year. But, man, is he that big of a different? I, I don't know, but 11 years for a 29-year-old player that when you get done, he's going to be 40 years old. What position is he? He's, he's a shortstop second baseman. Hmm. That's a big-time get right there. So I'm just curious to see what's going to happen with it. I think he – I just saw a stat right now. With his 11-year, $300 million uh, contract, Trey Turner becomes the 17th highest baseball player, third highest paid shortstop, and the number one highest p- paid Phillies player ever. <laughs> just like that. And don't forget, they got Bryce Harper on that team. That's crazy. They got Bryce Harper, yeah. and he's he's over there making more money than that. Hmm. So some of the top free agent contracts that were signed, I just said Jacob DeGrom was signed for $185 million. Um, Justin Verlander was just signed for $86 million. Uh, Jose Abreu, $58 total million. And reliever Suarez signed with San Diego for forty. Six million dollars. There's a lot of money that's being changed right now, and I believe I'm gonna find this in just a little bit. But I think um, Clayton Kershaw is either gonna re-sign with the Dodgers for one year, twenty million dollars. So these guys are out here giving up this money. Uh, I was born at the wrong time. Hey, we all I were. Oh, <laughs> y'all, you yeah, NIL, sure. we all were, man. Trust, <laughs> trust and believe. But it is picking up, and there's a lot of action. The biggest story that everyone is waiting for, though, is where will Aaron Judge end up mm-hmm. and how much money is he going to command? Don't forget also, Carlos Correa is a free agent again as well. That was smart move by now, him. Now oh, looking back at exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. So now there's going to be so much movement. And with Trey Turner getting what he mm. just got, 
And it's our corner square. That's why it was a good move by him. That's why it's great. <laughs> yeah. That's a great move a by move, him. Man. So, but looking at what Aaron Judge does, obviously the MVP, his case is 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 out there. Who is going to land that biggest fish, or does he hmm. go and take a couple deals where he's signing a two-year deal with the options later, three-year deals where he can move, or does he do what Carlos Correa just did and bet on himself again, yep. go put up decent numbers? and try to make a move again. I know he's from the the West Coast. He's a West Coast kid. But here are some of the teams that everybody was talking about. The Atlanta Braves possibly doing that. Um, the Baltimore Orioles. But I don't see him wanting to go somewhere. I think he needs to go to a place that's going to contend right away. Um, the Chicago Cubs, I think, will be a great spot. San Francisco or the Padres trying to make that move and see what's going to happen there. So. Yeah. Guys, that's the biggest name that I'm going to be watching for to make the next move. But the winter meetings, there's so many things that are going on during this time. I know it's football season and we're in the heart of it, but just just remember these baseball signings are going to be happening right now. We'll find out a lot more this week because it started today, and that's why you've seen all these names starting to pop up with these signings. Yeah, and I know it's, it's kind of weird coming out of H-Town. There's been cricket still on the um, general manager. Right. Job, yeah, it's, just, so it's gonna take his time on it, yeah. Other than, other than Jeff Bagwell's putting his two cents in and <laughs> yeah. rattling yeah. everybody up, yeah, that's true, but yeah, but, yeah, but Jim but, Crane says he's gonna take his time. He said he ain't yeah. gonna let nothing rush. No, he, I, I, he said what January, yeah, I think you're right. Well, yeah. it, they're at the winter meetings right now, so hey, they already, a lot they already of made a big signing, yeah. They already made they said they ain't afraid to spend money. I know their name got thrown out with a guy that I don't they don't think you like in Cody Bellinger, yeah. But their name's been thrown up in that one because that's an interesting one. That is just because he's an MVP not that long ago. He's only 27 years old, but he looked really bad last year. Right. No, that's a good right. point. And I know, but see, that's the hmm. other part. Somebody asked me this last night at our company Christmas party. I said, why would Bellinger go to the Astros after he talked so bad about the Astros and was like basically calling them out and wanting to fight? About yeah. it, and I'm like, how are these guys gonna look at him walking into that locker room and be like, "Bro, you hit 220 last year. Don't forget, we think you had buzzers hmm. when you had your MVP year." He talking about you stole an MVP, talking about Altuve stole an MVP from somebody else, and I'm like, "Bro, yeah. make sure your closet's clean, man, because I know some people that's been around you, homie." Yeah, you know what I'm saying. No, you're right cool. about that. I, I guess all's fair in love and war, but yeah, that that would be kind of weird. Yeah, walking in, like, hey guys, yeah, been ready to so, party with you not guys. Everybody, not everybody's gonna forget about that. No, story. not yeah. at all. Some guys will, not but not everybody all. for sure. Uh, all right, uh, a lot of money being thrown around in Major League Lots Baseball. Of money. Uh, harsh knock life, good stuff there. We'll come back. We got off the record. We'll discuss a little Texas football and off the record. Uh, a couple other stories too. Uh, X Man must be happy. Um, because um, he's iced out, so we assume he is happy. We'll get into that coming up on the other side. Also, uh, we'll talk <clears throat> some more about Texas in the 5 o'clock. But in the meantime, we got off the record right here on Ball Don't Lie. I want to point on the horn. Oh, wings. D.D. Megadoodoo. I'm sorry. Mangudu. Once it's turned on, the sign will spell out Deli Cat Essen. Well, well, I don't get a brain man comb. Well, congratulations. Continue good sex in, the, good sex in the Big East. Thank you, Jimmy. And boom goes the dynamite. It's time for another edition of Off the Record. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. F***ing thing sucks. 
All right, welcome back to another edition of uh, Ball Don't Lie right here. But we got off the record right here, I should say, uh, on Ball Don't Lie. You can always uh, hit us up via Twitter. I'm at Rod Babies in the Twitterverse. My man Harge at Hardball Harge. And my man Patrick Davis at It's Patrick Davis. Uh, real quick before we get into our story, uh, shout out to my man Xavier Worthy um, because, man, he's got some, um, some new ice. Uh, apparently, um, he's got a new piece and chain. Diamond studded piece mm-hmm. and chain. Shout out to my man CB at Chris GB double zero two thousand who sent it to me. Uh, that yeah, man, he must be he must be happy. So we no longer <laughs> need to worry about whether Xavier Worthy is happy or not when you're posting um, videos and putting out on social media your new iced out piece and chain man. with your number eight on there. It doesn't have any UT affiliated stuff, but at least it says the man is. Uh, He's satisfied. Yeah, it seems to be. I don't know if he's this is an NIL deal or anything. I think it's just him getting. Something says he must have gotten a pay raise or an influx of cash somehow. And then after that, he decided, you know what? Let's celebrate the occasion. Let's <laughs> mark this momentous event with a new piece and chain. Man, and it's and it's icy. It is icy. I, I would. It's like, a little yeah. much. I don't. I don't mean where he's going. Where this thing? Yeah, at? that's what I'm saying. Where are you going? To where you're gonna feel comfortable enough Precious, to not don't wear it in H Town. Uh, thank you. Don't go to H Town and wear this chain, X Man. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm serious. I, trust me. Now, H Town is a much. concrete jungle, and I always say to people that it's a, it's got some nice places, but it got some really bad, dark places. You wear this in the wrong place, you might think it's the right place in H Town, <laughs> and. It, somebody you, coming up some, off it. Somebody, somebody. Exactly. Well, they gonna test you. You better have a click with you know with some some hitters. Because yeah, they're going to sure. test you. So I'm just saying, be careful with that. I That's agree a lot with that, of ice. 100%. Yeah. Trust me, in the NFL, I, I remember in Detroit, they would tell guys, don't wear your piece and chain out there near seven mile, eight mile, six mile. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. Because they will test you. And dude, in New York, that was a story so crazy. One dude, I, I won't even say his name, uh, they, tried, they, they tried to jack him in New York when I was with the Giants. And the story was they threw gasoline on him and they just held up a match. What? A uh, lighter, and we're like, give me everything. They have a gun, nothing. They threw gasoline on them, and they had a lighter. And they said, just give me it. Said, he said, there was, you said they were as calm as you know. He said, you know, he was walking. Right, right. And they just, something, da- like, just, they just dashed, doused him with alcohol from behind and walked by. He's like, what the? And he's like, he just took. Like this struck struck the mat, the lighter and was that's like, cold blooded, dog. Dude, that's that's when movie he told me that stuff. story. I was like, what? That's he's movie like, oh, stuff. Yeah. That's what they told me. We got to John's like, don't yeah. me- don't mess around, man. You want to you want to operate modestly around here, yeah. discreet. Yeah. And I lived in Patterson, New Jersey at the time, and guys oh, were telling me, goodness. "Dude, you live in the hood." And I was like, "I didn't know. I was going for affordable housing." Bro, <laughs> that's like, funny that you I say that. For affordable housing. They were like, "Dude, you live in you live in one of the murder capitals of the United States." And I was like, "No." And I was like, "Actually, I'm kind of used to this. I grew up in H Town, concrete jungle. I didn't even know. I'm so used to the hood. It didn't even look like the hood to me." Right. And I was fine. I was like, "Oh, this is fine. I grew up. This is all right." Right. Nope. Turns out I lived in a really bad place, so I, I lived, had to move. I lived in Trenton. New Jersey. Oh yeah, exactly. You know. So I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Look like third world. Oh, I was like, uh oh, how we live here? <laughs> They're like, no, nah, bro, this is where we play. We're yeah. gonna go across the highway for real. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, it was rough. So what's New Jersey? Are rough. Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah, but they told us like that was the craziest story I heard about somebody getting jacked. Yeah, well, that's the first time I've ever heard bro. of that. With oh. somebody th- that's like movie stuff. That's a met. I was like, that's a that's a method of a sociopath. I, yeah, I, I think I'd rather just come up with a gun. Don't shoot me. Just yeah. I will give you everything. But the dousing you in gasoline? Yeah, that that is. Yeah, that what's is the charge on that? 
Huh? What's the charge? What's the charge of carrying question. around a bag of gasoline I was, I, I, and a lighter? Where, where do you carry? I think you had it in a water bottle. You said. I think it was yeah. like a, a big. She's got a water bottle of gas. They come and go. Ah, oh, my my scooter's out of gas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. I don't know how. It's a great point. Maybe that's how they got around the law. Ooh, that it's, it's not armed. Like it's not armed robbery. Yeah, because it's some type of other robbery, but not armed robbery. Because armed robbery, you have to have a weapon. Yeah. Oh, maybe you might hit the hell. You yeah, devious mastermind, Patrick. <laughs> you might hit the nail on the head. Exactly that why that psychopath. Now you got more people around here going to be doing that. Don't do that, people. It's Texas. You get shot. Yeah. <laughs> that guy real. probably has a gun on him. You get shot. Don't be doing any of that and stuff. But anyway, that was a crazy story. Wow. Uh, okay. Um, real quick, this is another off the record story. I wanted to bring it up since we got a little time. Okay. So there is a, I don't know whether it's a butt doctor. It's the best way I can describe this guy. He's an Aussie expert known as the butt doctor. He calls himself that. So. He thinks it's a complimentary uh, term. So he he apparently this guy, um, he has a his speciality. He's an expert in matters having to do with the nether regions down there. All right. And um, a Queensland based uh, colorectal surgeon, Dr. Bradley Morris. And I said better known as the butt doctor. All right. Um, he told his 13000 Instagram followers um, that basically he is now recommending that people use other means of cleaning themselves other than toilet paper. Mm-hmm. He's not a fan of toilet paper. He's, he's, he's a guy. He's a, he's a doctor. Mm-hmm. Colorectal surgeon. Bradley Morris says, quote, most problems I see with the skin around that area. <clears throat> all right. Are due to excess attempts at hygiene. He said it's very rarely due to inadequate hygiene. It's a very sensitive area. He says. And he says, uh, uh, well, sometimes it's too dangerous to wipe too hard. So I don't understand why we use toilet paper to wipe. If you imagine soiling your face or something else where you wouldn't smear it off with toilet paper. What? So I think we need to readdress culturally what we do and maybe look at bidets and using bidets. water to wash. That excess wiping can traumatize sensitive skin. Man, this is rich people stuff. There you go. Man, I don't like I don't own the houses I live at. I can't install bidets <laughs> at all these places. No, no, no. Trey, remember Trey Elling did the study on this. Bidets are not expensive. No, they're, they're not. But, but no, but who, they are if you live in an apartment and then they're gonna charge you because <laughs> yep. you cut a hole in their pipes and put in a bidet now, in an apartment. That could be true. I, I don't know about that's a different discussion. But in terms of the bidet, the device, they're not that expensive they're not. They're at all. Like I got a friend who just got one and now he's addicted to it. Like he's yeah. Oh, I've always heard good things that's about it. Like, that's all he used. Like, no, I've no. also never owned my own home, so I've never had the opportunity to go do this. But so you you would do it, though. Oh, yeah, I'd have one. You have one? See? Oh, yeah, I'd that's have it. Okay. But you have a heated seat, too. You have yeah. all that. Oh, no, he said, he said it's a luxury. It's like, it's like yeah. a smart toilet now. It's like a smart toilet, basically. He can, like, set it to different, like, different, like, it'll heat up at the right time and all this kind of stuff, put timers on it. Yeah. Uh, and change the water pressure. Cool. Like, you have cool water and warm water. Ooh. You don't want cold water down there, do you? No. Might. I, I don't mean, after a hot you day, might. I try nice workouts. Yeah. I don't. That's you the point. Might. Maybe you're a little overheated yeah. down there. But I'm gonna say I'm, I'm not anti bidet though. I'm not. I'm not anti bidet. I just always laugh at like doctors who are like I don't get why we use this thing that everyone can afford and we use because it's a common, easy way to do it. And not everyone just spends the five hundred dollars to change their their whole setup and get this nice put in and. You're like, yeah, because most people, a lot of people cannot afford to do that. That's true. And uh, so they have to go with the route that everyone else has always done. I get that, like, doctors be like, man, I don't get why you have acne, man. If you just get on this this facial cleanse that you do every night, it's $100 <laughs> a month. And you get, and you're like, yeah, man, most of us cannot afford 
No, people are people are passionate about this. They, yeah, they stuff. got answers. Dude, we are going deep. Hold on, let's, yeah. let's get into some of this. They okay. said it's an easy installation. Someone says you don't have to cut a hole in pipes to install. Uh, one says just run the water hose from outside to the restroom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a joke or not, actually. Uh, one text <laughs> says I can use fittings. No need to put holes in pipes. Uh, some says I work at Ferguson's. You can buy seats that work like the days and put them on your existing toilet. I need Patrick? that. And it says thirty dollars. Female listener number seventeen said you can add a bidet to a toilet without structural changes. Um, a toilet accessory, if you will. There is. I, I will Ooh. say the reason I know about this because I looked into it an apartment I lived at before, and you couldn't because you needed to get the pipe off of the 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 sink. And the sink was in a box, so you would have had to cut a hole Ooh, basically out gotcha. of the side of the box yeah, yeah. to get the pipe. So yeah, you didn't have to cut a pipe. You had to cut a hole in the side of the where the, the sinks were because you have to because otherwise you don't get warm water. Oh, I need my and water. That, and it. the warm water was kind of a big selling point if I was going to oh, spend the money on this. Got to be warm. Yeah. I don't want to get shocked by that. I don't want toilet water coming back up to me like that. <laughs> Trying to avoid that. Uh, but yeah, people saying cheap and uh, they said t- cheap. Uh, super easy to install, cheap and easy. One texture says here, says, uh, is there any other b- part of your body that if <laughs> you wouldn't use water to wash it? That's a good point. Someone says, if there's any other part of your body that you would get excrement on, let's just say that, uh, that you wouldn't use water to wash it off. That's a great point. That's a great like endorsement for a bidet. If you got that on any part, like you're picking up your dog's poop, yeah. and you get something in, like you immediately wash for like 15 yeah. minutes. <laughs> just spit that off. Yeah. That is gross. And, like, so I, I get this is the yeah. bidet thing. I'm all about it. I, me and my wife, like, it's, it's being considered in the in the Babers household. It is being seriously considered. And we, we want to, I think we're going to experiment with it on one toilet, like on my toilet. Because we use separate restrooms. Me and my wife don't use the same restroom. That's we so have, awesome. We've lived with each other for... Well, that's because y'all don't eight. have kids, right? We don't have kids, that's right. That's You're right. right about that. So that's we have why. kids, we probably got to try to get a bigger house. Because yep. now it is a rule. I do... No, even if we get divorced and I live with another woman, I'm never going to share a restroom with another woman. I've been doing this now for 15 years, even before I met my wife. I don't share the restroom with women I live with. It is a terrible... It'll kill your romance to share that restroom. You you don't want to see the things she's doing in there, and she don't want to <laughs> see what you're doing in there. <laughs> My one of the best advice I give people about hey, how do you make it work? Hey, you live in one get a separate restaurant if you can. If you can do it, please do. Hey. Otherwise, the romance is just oh man, you, it dies a slow death. I cannot wait for you to have kids because all that that you're talking be thrown out the window, hey, bro. Right now, I understand. I get hey, it. Right now, I can live that life. Yeah, you right can. Right now, I can yes, live that life. Can. I know a lot of y'all are like, you can't live that life. I can live that life. You, you can't. can't. You, can't. <laughs> you can't live that life. I can hey, live that life. I'm telling you right now, my kids, they go wherever they feel like it. They're like, oh, oh I'm going to go in that bathroom. I'm going to go in that what? bathroom. Oh, oh yeah. no. Oh, yeah. You don't use mom and daddy restroom. My baby when girl does. Up, baby girl don't care. She's uh, like, if I got to go, I'm going. In mom and daddy restroom in without permission? Nah, you don't do that. Roll up in there. In the baby's household, you could never use pop mom and pop's restroom unless they gave you permission. You can go in there. Well, that's an adult restroom. You got handle. You got your own restroom. They they are in there. Even though they got somewhere they can go. Because if own? somebody else is in the other one, you can't tell baby girl not to go. It's true. They just. I'm, I'm telling you, when you get kids, Rob. Things will change nah. in your mindset. No, it ain't. They going to hold it. <laughs> I, I, so you gonna hold go, it until your go brother outside, or sister get go done. Outside. Yeah, you go outside. Yeah. Especially if it's a boy, yeah. you better go outside. <laughs> you talking about some backyard out there? What you doing? I, I will tell you this, man. I think one thing is shown from the text line. We need a bidet sponsor here on Baldo Live. <laughs> <laughs> the official bidet of Baldo Live. 
So, hey, who's listening? Got bidet sponsor for us. <laughs> we we there. Mean, we've talked about Texas going to the Alamo Bowl. We've talked about the college football playoff. We've talked about championship weekend. Cowboys, Texans, Deion Sanders, and the special time <laughs> has not been as lit as it has been. When we've discussed this bidet. bidets for the last four minutes. <laughs> everybody got everybody got oh. hot takes about bidets. Yeah, oh, you, if you own a bidet business? Hit us up. I know. You know what? I think you know what? I think I want to do this. Someone says Ricardo from Galveston, same rod, separate restrooms. Yeah, you gotta have separate restrooms if you can do it. If you can't pull it off, I feel you and I get it. But yeah. I can, man, I get it. And I told my wife, I don't ever want to share a restroom with you. I love you. I don't ever want to be in the same <laughs> restroom with you. I never you only reason I use her restroom is to take a shower. That's it. I do everything else. In my so y'all restroom. y'all have totally separate oh, so bathrooms yeah. completely. Completely. Like I go oh, yeah. somewhere separately. I don't yeah. Have I mean, your moments by yeah. yourself. And I, I yeah, and I, I got I don't think I shave outside. I do my own thing. Like I shave outside because I don't want to shave in the house because she gets upset about that. Got to cleaning up the hairs and stuff. Wait, what? So I shave. You got a, you got a mirror outside in the backyard I where do, you can I just. I, do. I, have a, I got full length mirror outside. And I shave. And my neighbor sometimes will catch me shaving outside. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes and I realize like this looks really trashy. We just shave it outside, but I, it's better than shaving in the house and clean. I have to clean it up. Man. All right. So I'm revealing way too much about myself. No, but hey, I, hey, hey. But I understand, bro. I'm just saying. I I used to love those moments. Yeah. I Cheering. Just, Children will change your whole entire be- thought process because that's it. That's it. <laughs> Everything changes, bro. Uh, I'm looking forward to that day. Yeah. No, actually, I'm not. But as a, you'll be fun. <laughs> all right, we'll come back. We'll talk about uh, Texas and the Alamo Bowl, college football playoff, championship weekend, all that and more right here on Ball Don't Lie, 104.9 The